I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hello, Matt. Hello. And not Dewey's ghost. The ghost of Dewey's past. There's a lot of that. There's a lot of ghosts. A lot of skeletons in that closet. Yeah, I don't want to ever open that closet. Don't want to look into it. Don't want to know. You might get chlamydia. You might. <laughs> yeah, like that's the worst thing. You might get a curable disease. Uh. <laughs> anyway, what uh, what are we doing? It's the Gamers 2 podcast uh, for April. What is today? April 5th, 2019. <laughs> the doc's always right. Uh, you're going you're gonna to say that. And the doc's then, like... pretty close to usually correct. <laughs> I feel like at some point in the future, it's not going to be. Next week. Yeah. Next week, I'll just forget to change a date somewhere and I'll be wrong. Uh, Doing a podcast. Didn't do one last week. That's true. We did not do one last week. We didn't do a live one. One went out. We didn't do a live one, though. I was home playing video games. and I was in Boston playing video games. It was fantastic. (laughs) And it was fantastic. Snapchat. So now that you've been, now that you had two weeks, what have you been able to do in the last fourteen days? Um, I watched a lot of stuff. Um, my normal routine of anime. Uh, threw in a couple random episodes of some old classics that I like to watch. Um, I would watched. Do you remember the movie Evolution? I might be confusing it with a different one. It had, um, is his name David Duchovny? Is that his name? David Duchovny is a person. He, he X-Files, dude. Yeah. Okay. Him, uh, what is that black guy's name? Like a comedic actor. Um, Chris Rock. No. So the concept <laughs> of the movie is like Kevin this meteor Hart. comes down and there's like aliens on it that start to like. Chris Tucker. That start to like evolve and start to take over, and the movie's supposed to be a comedy. Okay. Um, yeah, I watched that. Uh, it does not age well. Ooh, it's pretty terrible. Um, what else did I watch? I watched Star Trek Nemesis. Uh, finished that routine with the friends ah, and the fiance, the group I'm not a part of. Yeah, we don't <laughs> we don't like your to kind. Be, to be fair, correctly not a part of. <laughs> not not a jealousy thing. It's just better to keep me away. Um, yeah, that is definitely not like, that's probably, it's been a long time since I've watched it. Probably the worst Star Trek movie. Really good. I'm not there then. 
Uh, it's just shot bad, I think. Um, stories really got full of holes. Um, what else? Uh, played a lot of the division. A lot for me, I should say. Which basically allowed me to catch up. That's true. You did. So we are now, there is now parody. There is parody. A lot easier to play that way. Yeah. Oh, and yeah, to try 100%. to go through by myself. Yep. 100%. Agreed. So, that's nice. And uh, that's about it. Uh, did the desk thing. Set mm, up the that's desk. That's true. You did do a, do a big, you did a big desk thing. I did. You just do a desk thing. It is glorious, too. I'm really, I'm so happy with it. It turned out, like, amazing. Um, and there's already, like, it, it's made me just want to go all in and do, like, the full full thing like you know monitor arm cable management all that it garbage you get into it, it i'm telling you even when i did this right yeah and it's slightly cable managed it's like enough for me but i'm like man i got that monitor on one arm i could get the big old the three swinging arm mm-hmm. that's the big met oh and i was just like ooh, i could do that there's no 200 dollars. Mm. yeah that's all I definitely need the monitor arm because uh, it's the desk is really deep, right? And it the monitor is like far away, which is actually it's been really good for my posture. Um, and I like it when I'm playing actively playing, but if I just want to like watch something or peruse the web, it's like six inches too far, too far away. Yeah. But. Uh, yeah, that's that's about it. That's been life in the slow lane. Well, we're gonna. I don't know. What have you been doing outside of packs? I guess because we'll have a whole episode on that. Are so. we gonna talk? Are we gonna talk life in the fast lane? Uh, is that our conjuncture here? Is that you're the slow lane and I'm the fast lane? I mean, as far as content consumption goes, probably. If we're talking video games, yes. Yeah. Uh. So if we're gonna talk video games. I'll save all the stuff that is pack that was inside of packs and the entire packs weekend for the next episode we do Nate and Dewey's Pack Extravaganza 2019 <laughs> Electric Boogaloo. I mean, it's I have to say it just because it's entertaining. Uh, that'll all be there, but and this isn't really so much of a of a thing that I need to mention. But I started playing Pokemon Go again. Like, really playing? Mm-hmm. Or consistently playing, I should say. Not really yeah. playing. There's no really playing. Like, consistently playing. Uh, holy shit, if I lived in a city, I never would have stopped playing. Changes the game. Oh, you're saying period. from going to Boston? Right. The whole reason I started, like, really picking it back up. Like, I was playing every couple days, maybe, at work or something. No, go to Boston when we had a 30-minute walk from hotel to convention center. I couldn't spin around and not hit something. So there was all just because it's much more populous. So there's more centers, more Pokemon, more gyms, yada 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 yada. Cool. I have finished. Let's go Pikachu. Uh, the only thing left is to collect everything in the Pokedex and then like the shiny hunt if I really want to. Both of those things now because the game is beaten are like a okay if I have time like. I go somewhere and I bring the Switch with me. That's probably just what I would play on it at mm-hmm. the moment. Uh, but that that's done. So I'm no longer in a in a push scenario for that one. 
I've played a little bit more Odyssey. We're not even close. So then, <laughs> I'm still standing firm that you're gonna that you're I'm gonna, gonna that let gonna that one go it. at yeah. some point. Trust me, I'll bring that up later when we talk about another, another yeah another story. Played a lot of the Division Two, obviously. Uh, I was done with it before the main story mm. before you. Uh, now you've caught me, and now we've been able to progress. Progress, progress. Pro- I don't know. It just sounds weird. Yeah, uh, we've been able to progress halfway through. We're in World Tier Three, about to go to four. Yeah, and then we'll be right into five. That'll probably only take us a night, maybe two. Um, they're playing MLB The Show nineteen, the new one. The new one. I've. I, enjoying myself as i do it's baseball season baseball game i'm a baseball guy there we go all all the stars align and the sun is in the third house (laughs) the uh the bigger thing though and i don't know if you saw it in my stuff is, is that i finished all of archer that's not really the bigger thing the real big thing is that I won a game of Tetris. Oh, I did not see that. I won. Was it? How did that? Did did you? Were you internally freaking out? I have a I have a like tunnel vision when it comes to Tetris. I don't. I can't see where I am as a position. Mm-hmm. I just know by the speed and music that I'm getting higher up in the count. Yeah, because it just starts going faster, and you know, music starts getting intense. And I'm just moving as fast as I can, and I don't look at the number. Because if I look at the number, that's long enough that I will have taken my eyes off, and a piece will have fallen somewhere that I wasn't intending, and I'm screwed. So That I makes used, sense. So I used to yell at one of my friends. Cause she'd be like, so where are you? Like, what place are you in? And I'm like, uh, 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 17. God damn it! And I would die. I would mm-hmm. die in like the next two turns. And I Why don't you just stream? Can you stream on the Switch? Uh, I mean, I can stream via uh, Gato. That's what you should use to stream that. Yeah, just me playing Tetris. Yeah, why not? Uh, I got I got the win out of the top seven. I think I knocked out five, if I remember right. Mm -hmm. The guy, obviously, I was playing against, not the guy in third, and then like the last four before that, I got the credit for the knockout. I don't know Mm -hmm. how it works to really determine it, but. Uh, I got to the end and I was just clearing as fast as I could. I wasn't even trying to build Tetrises anymore. I was just trying to survive. Yeah. So I'm just clearing as fast as I can and like panicking. And then the game ends and I'm just like, or the the elimination screen comes up and I didn't think I had won, but I also knew I hadn't gotten eliminated because I was still really low. Yeah. Like didn't click. Yeah. Like nothing happened. And then I look at the screen. I was like, please don't glitch. Please don't glitch one. And I just stood up and did my good old, my equivalent of a Tiger Woods fist pump which is always just the, yeah. and for anybody else that's really curious put your arm at about a 30 degree angle elbow right to your side arm 30 degrees upwards in the air make a fist and then just shake it like a muscle tensing like you're about it. to arm wrestle someone yeah and then just shake your arm with muscle muscle tension and just yes that's yeah do it all the time <laughs> i score a goal in fifa against somebody and it's just yes that's it See, you know, it's like this, or like, yes, but it's not. It's too much movement. It's just, because you can go right from right from the controller. That's right. I don't have a, de- a designated 
I didn't victory I, move because I don't win that often. So <laughs> I didn't like create it. I just noticed myself doing it often, and I was like, "That's just what I do now." Apparently, <laughs> that's my thing. Whenever I win, which is a lot. So that's why your right forearm's larger than the other one. No, that's not the reason. <laughs> it's definitely the other reason. <laughs> uh, oh, so alone. one win on Tetris. Yeah, one win out of like, I don't know, probably 100 games. Yeah, but I feel like once you get that first one. I haven't played since I got it. So are you just like, I'm like, I can't. No, no, like I'll, I will play again. But at the same time, I, it's just I haven't played since I got it. I got it. The weekend before PAX, like we finished our recording Saturday night, I got it. And then I was playing Division. Mm-hmm. Then the show came out and then I left for PAX. Yeah. And even though I took my Switch, I was drinking yeah. and doing other things that there was, I didn't do anything on the Switch when I had it. So, yeah. And that's really it. Still um, watching baseball. I finished Archer. Uh, I started watching Superstore. Superstore. Is too accurate. It's like exagger- exaggerated, but accurately correct, and I, it scares me. <laughs> I like the little bit that I watched just now in that one episode earlier, but it yeah. it makes me feel uncomfortable. Right, it makes me feel uncomfortable too. So that's why I didn't watch it after the first episode. I watched. It's like ah, I don't like this. Yeah, like, it definitely makes me feel uncomfortable. But I'm just watching it, going like, I know this. I know yeah. too much of this. Maybe once I'm free of retail's clutches, I'll I can enjoy the show and and laugh. But now it's just like it's pain. It's, it's pain. Yeah, hundred percent pain. <laughs> pain without. Oh, sorry, not singing three days of grace. Uh, yeah. So that's that's what I've been up to. You missed a good Formula One race the other day. I, I kind I, of. I bet I did. Yeah, I mean, obviously, you, you weren't in a position to watch it. That's true. But it would have been a really good one to watch. To watch and then to be able to, like, talk about. Of but, course. Yeah, of course. That's what's going to happen. Um, I'm going to be able to catch part of the one that happens at 2 a.m., but I'm not going to be able to catch the one that happens at 11 a.m. Yeah. But I think um, I think this season is going to be interesting. So we might we might have to, like, if, we, if stars align, we might have to, like, watch one at some point. But. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Stars align, and I also found a subreddit that I'm sure you're aware of, but it popped up and suggested earlier, and it was Formula Dank. I, I, I don't subscribe to it, but I've wandered over there. Once yeah, I, I, I didn't sub. I didn't sub, but I made sure to dip my toes in the water and be like, "I see what you guys are doing over <laughs> here. I'm about this." So, yeah, there's good work being done, yeah. and some of those, some of those Formula subreddits. In in that one specifically, I'd like to see the quality come up. A little bit, because mm-hmm. sometimes they're grabbing low hanging fruit. Come on, we gotta yeah. Yeah. up your game. Memes aren't here to just be garbage. Yeah, they're here to be intelligent memes. Maybe we should make a high quality formula dank. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, even high quality <laughs> gifts is barely high quality gifts anymore. Uh, ooh, shots fired. You fucking heard it here first, man. And they're they're probably their own subreddit. <laughs> but while I was gone, Matt, some games released. So let me tell you about that. The Walking Dead final season is now out. Where the Bees Make Honey came to PS4, Xbox, and PC. Windscape came to Xbox. DayZ, Xbox, don't ask. Gang Beasts to Xbox. 
The End is Nigh to PS4, Bomber Crew to the PS4 and Switch, and Tropico 6 to the PC, where you can become a dictator and name your island Project Stadia. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Get it? It's a callback joke. Also, Speaking if, of, uh, if you hear me in any of these episodes... I just want to say that I probably sound nasally, and I can't stand the sound of my own voice. But if you ever talk to me in person, it doesn't sound that way, so you figure it out. Moving on. I brought my headphones. Oh, shit. But uh, it's probably too late now, I guess. It's going to be a too late thing. We have to do two episodes. I have to play in a volleyball tournament at 8 a.m. Man, I'm just not. Ooh. Oh, yeah, that's true. I'm going to be dead. That's all right. I'll uh, level the playing field for him. That's true, because as we all know, I'm really good and I'm a winner. (laughs) I'm going to get my ass kicked. Uh, I'll go ahead and let you take the headline of number one, and we will go from there. Okay. Uh, We're going to blow through some of these, probably, because um, it's roughly two weeks worth of news. um, And we have a second episode to record, so we'll try to keep this one somewhat shorter so that you'll listen to both of them. In case you're curious, bullshit is what I call right now. (laughs) (laughs) All right, number one. A YouTuber going by the handle Joraptor believes the next Assassin's Creed game will be set in the time of Vikings. I like the idea real quick that we now have to name a source Joraptor. Joraptor. And you're like, hey, anybody know what Joraptor said? What's his take on this? Uh, At least it's a, like, you can pronounce it. It's not some, you know ridiculous xx bong lover 420 xx <laughs> exactly um he noticed numerous viking posters in the division 2's potomac event center uh the posters seem to feature a norse god or warrior holding what seems to be the apple of eden a prominent item from the assassin's creed games uh kotaku has since confirmed with two independent sources that the next assassin's creed game will feature vikings and is expected to release in 2020. Thank God. Well, about the second part. Yeah, this year they're doing the the remaster. That's fine. So it's already out. Yeah, that seems to be the that's what I'm. Yeah. I'm totally fine with the remaster. But I swear to God, if you try to pull another, this game's gonna come in 2020. And then when we hit E3, and you're like, "What about fall of 2019?" I'm gonna just. I'm, I'm not gonna play it. I'm not gonna play it. What is, what is a Vikings Assassin's Creed going to look like, though? For Honor, but stealthier. <laughs> I just can't, like, the idea of Vikings and stealth doesn't really, like... No. If I can't rape and pillage an entire village... Yeah, what's the point? I'm out. What's the point? Why would it be a Viking otherwise? That's yeah. what I'm there for. I rode my boat, which I also... Can we get away from the fucking boat mechanics? <laughs> Fuck off! I rode my boat, I braided my hair... I throw axes at people. And I fuck your women. (laughs) (laughs) That that escalated quickly. I said raping and pillaging first, and then we took the really nice route, and I was like, i got to bring it back to what I said. No, Uh, the the thing specifically with the the Viking one is I don't know. Like, I joke that it's For Honor with stealth, but, like, it's not really a joke. And... I want them to get away from the sailing shit. One, because I dislike it. But two, because you don't fucking need it. It's useless other than making... 
it's it wouldn't be useless. a problem. The only, the only reason it's in the game is so they can make a really large, a really what's probably technically a dense world seem really vast and open by making you have to travel this dumb fucking boat journey to get there. Yeah, it wouldn't be a problem if it was a separate franchise, right? Uh, which I believe is called Skull and Fucking Bones. No, I mean like if it wasn't an Assassin's Creed game because like. It, at this point, there's you shouldn't even call them Assassin's Creed games. Damn, which is another exact point I have. If we keep going, call it History Simulator 2019, because I'm not even fucking joking. That's basically what it's becoming. There's nothing to do with Assassins versus Templars and all this other shit. It's just like, oh, I have this god piece, and I'm going to just fight people with it because it's really powerful. And you're like, what the? Yeah. What is happening? Yeah. Yep. Well, I guess we'll find out in a year or two. Tune in for the E3 talk where Nate gets really angry because they say it's coming out in fall 2019. That'll be one of my predictions. <laughs> my prediction will be I will slaughter Matt live on the podcast. <laughs> uh, I'll get my resistance one eventually. I think I feel about this year feels good. Resistance. It's happening. Rem- I, we'll, we'll talk about it during E3. Yeah. That's going to be a, that's going to be a really interesting episode. Because I'll probably shoot myself in the foot again. <laughs> we'll try to rein it in this year. Good luck. You know you can't rein me in. Number two. <laughs> to no one's surprise, while Nate was at PAX, Gearbox decided to show up and surprise him specifically with the release of Borderlands 3. It was announced at PAX East, and since then, it's had a couple of trailers and a release date announced for September 13th. Also, to no one's surprise, it will be an Epic Games Store exclusive for the first six months. Timed release window. Woo woo. At least it's only six months. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Any any hype? Any, any thoughts? I'm, I'm not a Borderlands person, okay. so like... I'm sure it'll be good. I, I, I enjoyed the people freaking out online about the gun with legs. Like, I thought that was cute. Yeah. And then all the memes surrounding it. Like, that was fun. I'm I'm looking forward to it. Just because I like, I like Borderlands. Uh, I'm not. I'm a top level to mid level like. I'm not deep diving on things on it. So I just kind of hope that it's not. That it continues where. Like two left off or something. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm just curious what story we're going to end up running with and what they're going to try to tell and how it ties into the other ones mostly is more what I'm intrigued yeah. about. Yeah, Because, I, I mean, it's Borderlands. Mm-hmm. It's the, the problem is why it's, there's no hype or not exciting is because it's Borderlands. We know what Borderlands is. We all like Borderlands. Okay, we're moving on. Yeah. Um, yeah. I appreciate that they announced it and it's releasing quickly. They, I don't think they could have done all the teasing and stuff like that if they weren't going to release it that soon. Yeah. Um, especially else? especially do it at East in the beginning of the year. Yeah. The timing and worked out really well. put it well. in September. If they had waited till June, you could have potentially seen them push a year. But to do it in the beginning of the year, you can't push. I mean, unless you're a AAA developer and you have giant problems anthem cough and you push a year and a half past where you announced it which would be really weird but the um all the remasters and stuff they're coming out beforehand i'm assuming they're out now oh, okay they're out i believe 
I'm okay. Sure the download for Handsome Jack collection for the Ultra HD or whatever is out, and I know the Game of the Year update and stuff for the original Borderlands is out. So nice. All right, number three, our boy Jason Schreier over at Kotaku uh, made us well made me happy with uh, doing another one of his crazy specials. This time on Bioware and their. Uh, little accident that some people call Anthem. Yeah, it's not a, it's not a Bob Ross accident. <laughs> it's not a happy little accident. Yeah, it's no, a it's sad like, little accident. We can't just make it into a tree. Um, once again, a it's a really lengthy piece. Uh, it's pretty interesting to read. Uh, you've heard us ramble about Anthem. Basically, everything we assumed is mostly true. Um, and also. It appears that there's massive leadership issues inside of Bioware, um, like mass and, and EA probably. Yeah, and like cultural I mean, issues. Yeah, more cultural things with the EA one, but mm-hmm. leadership problems inside of Bioware. Weird things with EA and Bioware, and specifically yeah. when it came to this game in the way some of the demos and stuff went. You know what it reminds me of is back when Valve was still like. People were still thinking that Valve was making games, and there was all those stories about how like their internal um, structure was like just a mess, right? And no one really knew what they were doing and like what they were working on. That's what it reminded me of was that that story. Yeah, just chaos. And like, yeah, just chaos. Just fucking chaos. No one's making any decisions. Like, um, which lo- all, that always kills me to see. Yeah, when you keep going and going and going and. Definitely go over if you're curious at all to actually deep dive. When we say that we were pretty correct on everything, go read Jason's story because it's actually really good, even from not a gamer perspective. It's just fascinating from, like, from a business perspective. Yeah, to read just like mismanaged teams and stuff like that, mm-hmm. and it made it human because he he definitely focused a lot on the employee side of things and how it was affecting the employees. Right. It was definitely more of a person article than a game article. Yeah, for sure. It just happens to be that it's a game studio going developing a game. But when they're talking, you know, they're talking about the far, the frostbite problems and all these other things. It's just like, holy shit, man. Yeah. I don't know how you guys, after reading it, you're like, how did you even pull it together enough? I know. Um, and they go into the thing, like, there's the Bioware magic thing, which is in itself kind of like a fascinating, like, uh, hubris that yeah, formed around it's... Bioware. Um, the interesting part, I mean, outside of the article, then you get the response. So um, there was the initial release, which was like a statement from, I think it was a, I don't know if it was EA or Bioware who who first released the statement, but essentially... Uh, on Reddit, a lot of lawyers were coming in, or gamers, I should say, who are also lawyers were coming in and say, hey, guys. Or who also are closet lawyers. Yeah, could be that, too. Who knows? <laughs> it's Reddit. Uh, and they're like, this is a legal statement. This isn't meant for you guys. This is meant for the lawyers because there's a bevy of incoming lawsuits for EA and Bioware as far as, like, um, what's the word I'm looking for? False advertising. Well, mix. I mean, mix that. And then if their employees wanted to turn suit for uh, mistreatment of personnel yep um so they had their legal statement um and then shortly after that there was a um email leaked and i'm saying leaked in air quotations 
purposely uh, leaked. Yeah, probably. Bioware's head at this point, who is Casey Hudson, who is yeah, who came back, who yeah, who was retired, uh, well at least left Bioware and then came back to help finish Anthem. Um, he sent an email out to all of Bioware, basically saying, "I was part of the reason why I was brought back was to restructure the leadership." And Bioware to get the company moving again, and they're going to have like a meeting and blah blah blah. Talk about a happy ending. Man, we'll what I what I love what I love to be a fly on that wall. Oh my god, I'm I'm very curious to see because I'm now that the cat's out of the bag on this. Like I feel like we're it'd be nice to get uh, updates every once in a while. Um, but yeah, that's the Bioware story. That's what happened with Anthem. Um, you know, go read the article, check it out. Uh, it's definitely entertaining. Uh, good to, good to know. So what do you think? You think they're going to pull the plug on Anthem or do you think they'll let it pull ride? Pull the plug on Anthem? Yeah. Like, you know, support it for a year and then kind of let it fester. Or support, do you think they're going to. Support gonna... it for a year and then we're moving on. Yeah. Unless they can recover in that year. It's probably a, you've got one year. Mm-hmm. Figure it out. Otherwise, we're not going to pay for you to keep doing it so the interesting thing about the um the article was that at this point all of the live services and the the updates and stuff has shifted to bioware austin who has the live service experience as far as all the old republic star wars yeah so if it improves I mean that's that's his best chance for improving. I guess is having having is them. having them take it over. Yeah, but what's going to happen is they're going to take it over, start trying to fix everything and yada yada, and Bioware needs to go fix their fix what just happened before they start work on Dragon Age Four. Yeah, which is the next thing they're moving to. They need to fix what just happened on their last three games. Prior to walking into four, because if they try to pull that same shit again, you're going to have people screaming from the rooftops louder than they already are. You'll have people, you'll have monks burning themselves in the middle of squares. But it comes messages. in like to a certain extent, uh, we're going to spend way too much time on this, but the, to a certain extent, they kind of need to like not be stuck doing live service games, which is everything EA wants to do. Right. And not use the frostbite engine, right? It's a it's a mix of two things where it, it could come down to the point of they have a conversation, and say they have this big giant boardroom meeting, right? All right, so this is what we're going to do leadership wise going forward, yada yada yada. And they and somebody just stands up and goes, "We can't work with EA anymore." Like, does that stun the room, or do they try to make a position of where they're like? They want live services, and we just don't do that. Like we're better single player experiences, and yada yada. And if they want us to keep using Frostbite, we either have to get Frostbite engineers that, like, and have them never work on Battlefield because we need them um, on any any given second to answer questions, or we just don't do it and leave if they're going to not allow us to use a different engine. Yeah, which, I mean, Apex doesn't run on Frostbite. Does it not? Nope. How the hell? Yep. How? It doesn't. How? I thought that was like a company mandated thing that I'm, they I'm, had to use the I'm, Frostbite engine. I'm like 98% positive it doesn't run on Frostbite. I mean, it doesn't look like the Frostbite engine. Yeah. I'm 98% positive it doesn't run on Frostbite. 
Well, that would kind of explain the. I can. I'll tell you in a second, real quick. Yeah, that would kind of explain the whole mentality that like they made it behind EA's back. Like if they were just like they made it, and then showed it to EA, and EA's like, "Ah, you're right. This is too good to pass up. Let's just launch it." But that would be because that was it said in the article that that was like a mandated thing. Like, oh yeah, that's right. It's the source engine. What the fuck? Yep. So they're gonna, using Valve's engine. I'm gonna. We should. They're using the Team Fortress Two engine. I'm gonna. Maybe I'll. Uh, not that I use Twitter too often, but should tweet Jason Schreier and be like, "Hey, what's the like? Do you know anything about this? Like, why is why did Apex use a Source engine, but Bioware has to use the Frostbite engine? Yep. Uh, anyways, I guess we should move on. Just funny. To bigger and better things. Like number four, which is the European, oh God, which is the European Commission believes Valve, as well as a few other publishers, may be in violation of the EU's competition laws because of geo-blocking games. Here's a quick excerpt from their statement, quote, consumers should not be prevented from shopping around between member states to find the best available deal. Valve and the five PC video game publishers now have the chance to respond to our concerns, end quote. Valve's response, quote, the region locks only apply to a small number of t- game titles, approximately just 3% of all games using Steam and none of Valve's own games at the time were subject to the contested region locks in the EEA. EEA stands for European Economic Area. Valve believes that the EC's, oh God. I know, right? The European Commission, right? Yeah. Sorry, believes that the European Commission's extension of liability to a platform provider in these circumstances is not supported by applicable law. Nonetheless, because of the European Commission's concerns, Valve have actually turned off region locks within the EEA starting in 2015, unless those region locks were necessary for local legal requirements, such as the German content laws that say some stuff about, like, you know, can't have Nazis, or geographic limits on where the Steam partner is licensed to distribute a game. The elimination of region locks will also mean that publishers will likely raise prices in less affluent regions to avoid price arbitrage. There are no costs involved in sending activation keys from one country to another, and the activation key is all a user needs to activate and play a PC game, end quote. I know it was kind of wordy, but the point there was Valve was like, you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. It basically (laughs) sounded like the good old, what happens a lot, legal person in a government setting goes, they can't do that. And they're like, what the fuck are you talking (laughs) about? We can do everything. Do you not understand what you're looking at? And there we are. Uh, It was just an interesting thing to keep a lookout for, I guess, to see results because the fact that they're only going to call out six valve and five others Mm -hmm. they're either they either have to be big or they have to be small and that's why valve is the only one named yeah so that was the interesting part was i wouldn't say the other companies are small it was like uh capcom um i can't who the hell were the other ones they weren't like they weren't valve size as far as publishing and distribution goes but they were still sizable okay um, but they did like the European Commission's like whole statement was very directly 
pointed at Valve. And it was kind of strange. And Somebody just wants Half-Life 3 in the European Commission. Yeah. And <laughs> Valve's <laughs> response was like kind of like, you know, STFU, like we're already complying with all of your laws. And what you're asking us to do is actually going to hurt your business. So I thought that was a cute little exchange well, of things. I mean, Article 13 got passed, so. Yeah, and I don't know. I I almost put it in, but it's so stupid and childish that um, I ended up removing it. But Prince Harry wants Fortnite banned. He thinks it should be banned because he thinks that it's... Uh, Do they? I... I oh. It's a I'm whole not, thing we could get into, but like it's the, just... The European Union or what is is and is not a part of that anymore... I would fucking rage because it's it's common logic sense things. Logical common sense things. I'll switch that around. <laughs> where, all right, we need to have copyright under control. So if these companies don't comply, then yada, yada, yada. Okay, you want to know how I'm going to fix this? Fucking see you later. Not in your area anymore. Yeah. Do you not understand how absolutely, like at a, at a top level, and I don't know how the article was written, but at a top level, how fucked that is? Come on. Do they not understand how cop, like how many things are copywritten? 90% of what I say in this podcast is copywritten. It's bizarre to me because, like, the whole idea of the EU is, is great, but then they're like, they're like, it's, I don't know. From an American's point of view, and from I just I just read the articles that I'm interested in. They seem like they're just constantly like trying to grab little bits of power and just kind of like put their fingers in everything to be like, this is how you need to live your life. This is how everything needs to be run. Like we know how everything should be, so we'll, we're just going to make all the decisions for everyone. And I joke at work all the time that I'm a man that loves to make an example. I love <laughs> to make a point. So when somebody makes something really simple... He's a man with a plan. Do I look like a guy with a plan? I'm like a dog chasing cars. There's our quota. Yep. And Joker, <laughs> Joker quote done for this episode. Uh, it's it's when somebody makes such, uh, like a very simple statement because they don't want to do something. And I go, cool. So let me expound on that. And I'll just start unplugging computers. I'm like these don't these don't agree with what you just said, so I'm just gonna fix this right now. And I just start forcibly doing things. They're like, whoa, whoa, wait, 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 wait. I was like, then don't say something so fucking stupid. And I won't have to make a giant point of it. Like it's the same way I want YouTube to be a child. Like it's me being a child, but at the same time, it's also understanding that they're idiots. Mm -hmm. So it's what I want YouTube to do to the EU. Then be childs and complain. Then YouTube look at them and go, okay, no YouTube in your country. Boop. See ya. Or like if. Alphabet did it from, oh, a yeah. from a top level and just said, all right, Google's not available anymore. Talk to you guys later. We're out. The internet wouldn't and work turn, anymore. <laughs> and just turn everything off in the EU. And they're like, what are you guys doing? Like, you said nothing copyright. Like, all of our stuff's copyright. And, and you guys keep just pulling it and doing weird things with it. So we're the only way we can apply to your laws to not exist. So we'll see you later. And then just pull everything out of the EU and watch VPN prices skyrocket yeah until they try to outlaw those i think they already they probably outlawed some yeah there's some weird things with vpns and the whole article 13 thing i don't know yeah i just whew, man that got me hot and bothered the other day when dewey messaged us through like it passed and i was just like well good thing i don't live in the eu because they're fucking stupid not that we're 
much more intelligent, but I mean, come on. Yeah, it's true. It's like two sides of the same coin at this point. But yeah, it's me just pointing at you and Spider <laughs> basically Spider Man memeing, just like you suck. <laughs> it really is, dude. Uh, number five. Oh my god, we have so much further to go. Uh, we're, we're we're doing all right though. We're moving pretty good. Okay. Uh, VR seems to be seems to have taken on a new <laughs> life lately. Uh, you want to try that again? VR seems to have taken on new life lately. On top of all the VR games recently announced that we're not going to talk about, um, Nintendo announced via Twitter that they brought Labo VR support to Super Mario Odyssey and Zelda Breath of the Wild. Uh, Odyssey is getting a, quote, bite-sized bonus experience, end quote, whereas in Zelda, you will be able to play the whole game in VR. Interesting. Without cutscenes. I should add that caveat. No cutscenes. Well, at least they don't work well. Yeah. Who cares? Interesting. Interesting thing. It's funny that they're doing it with Labo. I, I don't know. The, the, Hell yeah. It's like Google Cardboard Labo. all over. Google Cardboard all over again, but Nintendo yeah. version. There's a metric dick ton of VR news the past two oh, weeks. Oh, yeah. It's, well, because Sony did their VR, basically their VR presser mm-hmm. right before PAX. Yep. And then everything else has just been... Yeah, we last last time we had one, it was the Oculus. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have Oculus stuff, or I have a uh, comment about Oculus when we do the PAX episode. Yeah. So, like, there's a we're going to talk about a bunch of that stuff right now, too. Number six, God of War is still winning awards. They took five BAFTA awards, including Best Music, Best Narrative, Audio Achievement, Best Performer, and Best Game. Probably Best Performer for his award-winning line. Boy. Yep. Surprise. <laughs> I always love that you also never knew who that was. I did never, just never realized it. And surprisingly, Red Dead Redemption 2 didn't win a single BAFTA award. Not horribly surprising, seeing how God of War probably took all of them it was nominated for. Literally, so you know how we've been seeing the same games winning the same awards? Yeah, the best the best indie game was God of War. It, it's literally, <laughs> it, it was like the greatest hits all over again. It was it was God of War, it was... Uh, Oberdin, it was oh, oh yeah, Celeste, yeah. it was there was like all of those. For some reason, probably Mario Tennis Aces. Never understand that. Oh, what was it? Something one that was Ah eh, well, whatever. It's not important. Uh okay. Number seven. Snap Inc., the creators of Snapchat, have announced Snap Games. Snap Games is a feature accessed through the chat bar inside Snapchat. That allows you to play games with your friends. Six games are included so far. I'm not going to list them out because who cares? And this story is stupid. Send nudes. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. 
With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips and adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Num- number eight? I mean, <laughs> I was writing that and I had realized that I said snap a million times, so I just got upset and was like, no, I'm done with this. <laughs> It's funny because we're we're like okay that's a story or whatever they've mm. had that a bit like you can play games via snap for a while now yeah it's like instead of it's one of the filters is like games or whatever so you do a score and send it to the person the person says yes play the game does a score and send it back but I'm like okay so you just then it, did you change the UI I think I think the idea was that they were testing it and then like it must have worked yeah and then they're I mean, like oh it. we're gonna make this a thing. Yeah, I would get stuff from people that were like, oh, yeah, play me in the game. And I was like, uh, you're not nude, not playing. And then I would just move on. Yeah. Yeah. Matt would be like, oh, look at how many lemons I ate. I'm like, you're not naked. Moving on. <laughs> hey, you're opening a can of worms there. I'm just going to start sending you pictures, and I'll just be naked like in the background or I don't, something. I don't believe that for a second that you send me you nude. Ooh, boy. Because <laughs> <laughs> you don't think how fast I can save that? Oh, I don't care. And where that'll just end up. <laughs> it's going to be like the, I don't know if you've, well, you don't I, watch a lot of anime, but the anime nudes where like the person's obviously naked, but then they have like a random object that's like in the foreground that's covering their Or their it's just junk. not your body. Oh, that would work too. I mean. You just put your head on top of somebody completely else and you're <laughs> like, yeah, what's up? Uh because, I mean, it's almost like you haven't printed out a picture of me and tried to make me a Verizon rep. That one looked really good. Everyone liked that. <laughs> so, what you know, what would be the worst case scenario that, say, I had a nude Verizon rep for somebody? It would, uh, it would look fantastic. Sell, sell a lot of cell phones. <laughs> look at the angle of the dangle in that one. That camera's got to be great. <laughs> great camera. 
Yeah, it's just you with a thumbs up, and it's like certified by me. <laughs> Masterfully approved. Makes it look bigger. Number eight, <laughs> The Elder Scrolls Blades has been available by invite only, early access for about a week, and it's already hit one million downloads. Moving on. <laughs> I also, I also really quick love that it's. It's it's hit one million downloads because they've invited one million people. I know that. What kind of fucking news story is that? <laughs> I was like, I was like one million downloads. That's pretty impressive. Then I was reading it and it was like invite only, early access. I'm like, wait a second. Like, we already have one million downloads because we sent one million people email invites. Like, what uh, the fuck does that mean? Uh, I'm curious. Um. I have, I, have 18, they... I have 18 followers on Twitter. They're all friends I know. That's not the same thing. I'm curious how that game is. Like, I don't know. I guess we'll find out when it's not invite-only early access. I hate but... to tell you, but good news, I don't give a shit. Yeah. I'm more just curious because I'm if it's... I'm not an Elder Scrolls person. Oh, yeah. I, I have that. unfortunately found that out. Because I feel like I, I, like I like the idea. Mm-hmm. But every time I play it, I'm just like, ah... Uh, that's kind of my same issue with Borderlands. Like, I, I on paper I should love it, but yeah. I just I'm just like, nah, okay, like yeah, yeah, whatever. I get through part of Skyrim and I'm just like, oh, all right. I love so everybody's jerking off. Like, like not that it's bad. it's not bad. Yeah, that's it's that's my problem. That's my that's my even that's my even worse problem. It's not bad. It's not the problem I'm having with Assassin's Creed where like I'm actually mad at some of the choices they've done. Like, I walk through all the scrolls, I'm like, okay, I get what they want me to do. I get why this can be fun. But every time I just find myself just going, ah. I don't feel like it. I can play Tetris. <laughs> I can understand that. Yeah. I don't know. It's just a, it's a thing. Yeah. I'm, I'm a heathen. That's been discussed before. No, I mean, I don't... See, here's the thing. Well, I'll listen, accept... Listen. You won't... You'll, you'll accept this, but I mean, like, I am a heathen in terms of video game cultures. Yeah. For the yeah, well, that that's I, where I was going. I'll accept I, Elder Scrolls. Yeah. Half-Life, unacceptable. For the things I poo-poo or have not played. Exactly. Half-Life. Yeah, I like that your, your, <laughs> your only sticking point is Half-Life, but if we pulled Dewey back in here, we'd have a list. There would be a list. I mean, he's played, like, everything, though, so... Yeah, he's played more than I have. Mm-hmm. He's he's but he also just still plays Binding of Isaac. Suck it, Dewey. You're not here. I can make the joke. <laughs> you can't defend yourself. And wait till I make that joke again during the PAX episode. Because you bet your ass I'm doing it. Oh, God. Did he play Binding of Isaac? No. <laughs> if there had been a Binding of Isaac booth... He would have played it, though. I wouldn't have let him. I'd have uh, gotten in his way. I'd like stood between him and the dev and just been like, no. <laughs> there's nothing behind me. <laughs> there's no screens here. Uh, Number nine. As a fan of Star Trek, I feel obligated to inform you that Dave and Buster's... Number 10, so Val. <laughs> Dave and Buster's has a new VR experience in 122 of the restaurants. It's called Star Trek Dark Remnant. The VR game features multiple player characters and different endings, all while letting up to four customers experience it together. So is it like you're... Are you not on the deck? Are you in a world as just Star you, Trek people? You are on a ship called the USS Galileo, and it's uh, it's a ru- routine mission gone awry, essentially. So you're still on, you're you're on the ship. I think so. I think there might be. I'm assuming there's some sort of transition at some point. You go ship to planet or something like that. But yeah, for the most part, you're probably on the ship. 
You know, we still haven't gone to Dave and Buster's to play Halo. Yeah, I know. I, I thought about it when I was reading this. I was like, the yeah. moment you said Dave and Buster's, I was like, we didn't go to play Halo yet. So ideally, we get a Dave and Buster's nearby somewhere, is wherever the closest one is. Syracuse. That has both. I know it has Halo. Yeah, definitely has Halo. I'll have to look into it. Or we could just go. I mean, fuck it. I mean, yeah, like worst case scenario, we play Halo and then go to World of Beer. Yeah. Or stay at Dave and Buster's and. Or go to World of Beer. Or go to World of Beer. Okay. Like, I mean, Dave and Buster's is good, but we want more than Bud Light. So. True. 50 50. <laughs> uh, Some there, more there. One of those. Just get hammered and then do the go karts. Yeah. <laughs> Drunk Mario Kart. See if I can uh, convince the guy to let me bring a bunch of bananas on. <laughs> Start just throwing them at other people. Uh, You're like, I'll clean the entire track if you let me bring this bunch of bananas and whip them at other drivers. <laughs> <laughs> Number 10. Valve has shown off a little teaser for a VR headset called the Valve Index. There will be a full announcement coming May 1st, but luckily there's already been some leaks. If the leaks are true, then the headset will have dual Fresnel lenses, a front expansion slot, a 300 and... A 135 degree field of view and a screen at 1440 by 1600 at 90 hertz. A 300 and something degree field of view. That'd be pretty fucking dope. I broke my head for a second because I said 300 and then I just had to keep staring at it. I was like, where did you screw up in the number? Look at it again. Tell yourself where you're wrong. Okay, 135. Got it. Uh yeah, 360-degree VR helmet. Imagine just how useless that would be. <laughs> <laughs> the helmet doesn't move, but instead you just do this. <laughs> you just turn inside it. Like All I'm thinking of is those fucking hair things that you like when people get their hair dyed, they have to put the heat thing oh, on. Oh, yeah, yeah. You get in that, and you just look around like, what the fuck? Like a periscope, but you don't move the periscope. Uh I'm curious. I'm curious about this, but we'll find out. I'm more, curious too because Valve was partnered with uh, what's their name, weren't they? HTC, uh, yeah, Vive. So. The Vive. Um, Interesting if they're going to also step in. Like I, we're we're now reaching the point where like we're almost getting to the too many VR headset thing. Like, can people start just developing for it already? In the terms thing... of in terms of games, I know yeah. I am well versed in non gaming VR situations, but oh yeah, yep, sicko. Um, the, (laughs) (laughs) what was I going to say now? Shit. The the good thing about it though, is they mostly all are like support the same stuff. Right. Yeah. It can, if it literally, if it it came down to a comfort factor, we'd have a different discussion. Yeah. True. All right. Number 11. Sony has brought some updates to the PlayStation Network refund policy, but unfortunately, there's still nothing groundbreaking. Uh, Basically, Sony has made it slightly easier to ask for a refund by letting customers request refunds in the chat option on the PlayStation support website. Uh, The kicker is that refunds only apply to purchases made but not yet downloaded. Got them. Yeah, legit got them, I feel like. <laughs> Pulled a sneaky on you. Bob Ross reference. Oh. It's when it wasn't Bob Ross. Oh. Somebody else, and he's like, huh? Pulled the sneaky on you. Number 12. According to an email obtained by none other than Kotaku, EA is laying off 350 employees, mainly from their marketing and publishing departments. 
Apparently, they will be ramping down their presence in Japan and Russia, with a Japanese website reporting that EA closed their Japanese office entirely. Sucks when Anthem doesn't perform, doesn't it? <laughs> I don't think that's actually the cause of it, but it's yeah. just funny. It's it's one of those like not not perfect storm situations, but everything is just kind of going wrong, and the only thing that's a lifeline that it can hold on to is Apex. Yeah, and like, and Battlefield, FIFA, and well, yeah, I mean, they're cash cows of FIFA, Madden, NHL, NBA is not really a cash cow because two K is still better, but. I say everything's going wrong when technically if you look at it, nothing's really going wrong. It's just Anthem's critically failing. and Yeah, they just didn't hit that number that they said that they would hit, basically. Yeah. They're, but, they're down on their on their big franchises. Mm-hmm. Well, the weird thing is Anthem sold well, which is counterintuitive to their performance in general. But like... But then that was also the question of how many of, was it downloads or was it actually physical sales? Was it origin access situations like I was yeah. that I was only in for a month, paid fifteen bucks and called it a day? I don't know. Yep. We will find out more, I'm sure, at some point. Tune in next week. Uh for us to not talk about it. Thirteen. Lucky number. Apple is launching a game subscription service called Apple Arcade. Shocker. The idea is that you pay a monthly fee and gain access to a curated library of games. So similar to Xbox Game Pass. So it's not streaming. That's good. Yep. Uh, Apple has several development partners already, including uh, several development partners already, including, there we go, Sega, Konami, Disney, and Cartoon Network. Uh, We'll see where this one goes. Well, read that list to yourself again. Yeah, you heard it right, dude. Sega, Konami, yep. Di- Disney, Disney, and Cartoon Network. Yes. Okay. Yes. It's all mobile games, obviously. Dude, I used so. to, I used to jam to some Cartoon Network web games. Like web, I think it was CartoonNetwork.com had like just a game section that were their shows that had little like HTML games or whatever. I would jam to those. But it's also the same thing where I was like, gotta go to coolmath.com and play Lemonade Stand. So, I mean, you know, <laughs> 50-50. Kit and Cannon. Kit and Cannon. Tanks. Yes. Uh, offline Internet or whatever that one was. The, the T-Rex. Number 14. To bring balance to the world, Thanos snapped his fingers. No, sorry. Number 14. <laughs> <laughs> to bring balance to the retro game world, it is only right that there be a Sega Genesis retro console. Which there already is. Why is this a story? The genuine one. Oh, sorry. Not the knockoff one that yes. we've sold at Target along with Ataris for years? Yes. Okay, cool. So the Sega Genesis Mini will release on September 19th for $80 and include 40 games. Ten have been announced so far, including Echo the Dolphin, Castlevania Bloodlines. What? Echo the Dolphin. Oh, yeah. I'm going to fucking beat that game. Good that luck. motherfucker. I don't believe it. Echo the Dolphin, Castlevania Bloodlines, Space Harrier 2, Shining Force, Dr. Robotnik's Mean Bean Machine, Toe Jam and Earl, Comics Zone, Sonic the Hedgehog, Altered Beast, and Gunstar Heroes. The console will also come with two controllers, an HDMI cable that's hopefully longer than three feet, a power cable and adapter, and they ain't skimping like that in their Sonys. 
I don't know why you wrote the last one like an old West prospector, but listen, it's it's got to happen. Old West prospectors haven't got enough, you know, airtime recently. Listen, man, Todd Howard's still out there. He is still out there. Hooey! They rolled out um, a giant patch. <laughs> <laughs> they did, but it brought like like uh, like pay to win shit in. Oh, of course. Did you also see that they met Shirley Curry? No. You know who Shirley Curry is? Is that the old lady? She's the gaming grandmother or whatever yeah, yeah, her yeah. name is. Mm-hmm. Uh, that just loves playing like Skyrim and stuff. Yeah. They brought her to Bethesda and to meet, meet the team and she met Todd Howard and stuff. Yeah, they're putting her in um, Elder Scrolls. Yep. As an NPC. Just one of those like, yeah, I respect that. Yeah, that's cool. I'm not playing 76, but I respect that. They got to get that good PR. Yeah, well, I mean... <laughs> any pr is good pr <laughs> all right 15 uh sony announced that they've sold 4.2 million playstation vrs that's probably a good number for a vr headset but not so good when compared to the number of ps4 sold 4.4 percent of ps4 owners have a psvr well good news we're not targets so we don't care about attach rates number 16 <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of Sony, soon you'll no longer be able to buy digital PlayStation game codes at retail stores. Rip. I kind of wish that was actually going the other way. Sony has decided to only sell add-on content, <coughs> season passes, and virtual currency through digital codes. Yeah. So the VR thing, that's actually still a high number to me. I think so, yeah. Um, Obviously, we know what the attach rate is because we also know how f- ridiculous PS4 was selling. Uh, attach rates are usually good things and can be used to both really be impressive and also really hurt you. Like the Nintendo Switch attach rate is insane. It just in terms of like games to console, it's it's ridiculous. Like I think Zelda was a one to one basically, mm-hmm. or really close, like a point nine. It was really close to being one to one. That's not going to hit one to one. It's just not. No, it's it's a, not. it's a it wasn't a release thing. It was a late thing. You know, you run into weird things like that. But I have to assume that it's the best-selling VR headset. If you include... I can't imagine the Rift or the Vive or any of the other ones have sold more than 4 million. Yeah, maybe not. I mean, it'd be interesting to see all the numbers, but... Yeah, probably won't ever. But. Yeah. I, I wouldn't say they're probably too far behind, but it's also that PlayStation just kind of had the easiest attach in terms of, like, hookup and stuff. Yeah, and price. Right. Uh, The other part, though, where I said things about not being able to buy the codes, uh, I mentioned to you when I was in Target the other day, specifically at this point, like over a month ago, Mm -hmm. but when I saw Nintendo's aisle and they had their games, and then across, I think, all 16 feet at the top were, I believe, two rows of game cards that were just the digital code for the game. Yeah, it's like it's like three I think it's three rows. And there's like seven or eight cards yeah. per section. So And a lot of them were indie titles. Mm-hmm. And it's there's, one of it's one There's ahead. more just because I know cuz obviously, but they every single one of those is a different game too. Right. Yeah, every there's one a, of them. some of them are actually doubled up because they they we don't there's just not enough room. Right. And it's there, there's two reasons that's awesome. One, because a lot of indie games won't get box art. 
Like they won't get boxes. That's why companies uh, like limited uh, release, limited release, limited something exist, and they'll make actual hard cases for the games that don't get them mm-hmm. or are really old and you can't get new ones. Like you can find Moonlighter, which is pretty much a deal. You can find there's just crazy stuff like that that they do. It's pretty cool. Todd buys a bunch from them. Uh, and I saw that and I was like, it's also a really good way, especially around holiday. You get some of these kids that are going to see the indie games, right? And the parents walk into the store, or grandparents, uncles, whoever that don't know games. And they walk into the store and they say, Hey, could I get, I'm going to keep using Moonlighter as an example. Cause I don't remember if it has a box or not. And like, Hey, my child really wanted Moonlighter for the switch. Do you guys have that? And rather than have the conversation of, Okay, so it's digital only, so you actually need to go buy these Nintendo points and do some, or even not Nintendo points because you can buy the gift cards, but like you need to go buy that, then redeem that in your wallet, then go to the store, navigate that, do this, yada, yada, yada. You can have the much easier conversation of you buy this, scratch that, there's a spot that says redeem code, enter that code, you're done. It's a convenient shopping thing. Not that necessarily it works for me because I can... I obviously can just navigate a storefront Mm -hmm. but it's a really cool thing to have both those options i think yeah i think it's really curious that sony's bailing on that right and that's the funny thing why would you bail on it i don't i don't know know either like i I, at first i thought it might have been like so they can track their sales better but they shouldn't have an issue if the person redeems a code for it obviously they bought the game you know like one like it shouldn't be yeah, I don't know. Interesting move. It is weird. It it's, might it might not it's not gonna affect a ton of people. No, it's just it's kind of like an indicator of the whole. Like it's all a, a bunch of little things stacking up on Sony where they are they're like they are like all like turning in and like kind of trying to like enclose themselves a little bit I've, and isolate themselves. I've had some weird conversations last weekend. Yeah. With a a certain friend of ours. And there's a lot of weird intricacies that could lead to some really shocking things. Mm. Not Sony specific, but the gaming as a whole. We were kind of we were talking about some stuff when we weren't talking about sports or hating people. Uh, we were discussing just the the big market video game landscape. Like there there are some moves that you could see like weird Mexican standoffs about to start. And it not end well for certain people. But that's really all super vague and doesn't actually deal with what I'm talking about. So. <laughs> oh, I'm sure we'll talk about it at some point. Oh, I'm sure we will Because it'll too. become a thing. Uh, deals to highlight. The new Humble Bundle for the month is out. So if you subscribe to the Humble Bundle monthly right now, you will get Assassin's Creed Origins. And then more when the bundle officially releases on May 3rd. Nice. It's a pretty good game. For 12 bucks? Oh, yeah. Hell, yeah. It's a lot of content. For 12 bucks, that's too much content. It is too much content. I dare say it might be too much content for $60. As, as a famer young man, young boy once said, $1, one hour. <laughs> and if you know who that boy is... You let him know in Seattle that I said hi. That being said, he said $1 one hour. We all know that premise is a joke. And if that was true, Origins would cost probably $100. If you're lucky. 
if you're Matt <laughs> or maybe Nate. Matt probably put more in. I'm, I'm, I think I'm at like 100 hours. I was probably at 70 then or 70 and change. High 80s maybe. Somewhere around there because I just always end up finishing stuff usually shorter than you do. PlayStation Plus games for April that are now available. For the PS4, you get Conan Exiles and The Surge. Xbox Games with Gold for April and this nightmare that is. You get the Technomancer available from April 1st to April 30th on Xbox One. You get Outcast Second Contact available from April 16th to May 15th on Xbox One. Star Wars Battlefront 2 available April 1st to April... Fuck, oh, God damn, I'm losing it now. Star Wars Battlefront 2 available April 1st to the 15th on Xbox One and 360. And Tom Clancy's Ghost Recon Advance Warfighter 2, or other known as Tom Clancy's Graw, available... What? You never heard of it referred to as Graw? And no. no. Nobody ever types out Ghost Recon Advanced Warfighter. It's just Graw. I just don't go looking for people who would need to talk about Ghost Recon Advanced Warfighter. Wow. Wow. You hater. <laughs> I, I also barely made it through like the first two hours of that game. Uh, that will be available April 16th to the 31st on Xbox One and Xbox 360. And guess what? Twitch Prime deals are out now. If you have Amazon Prime, you have Twitch Prime, which means you can get three months of Nintendo Online for free. That comes roughly at a $8 value. If I do my math correctly in my head. Uh, You also get the game Her Story, the game Inner Space, the game Joggernauts, and the game Keep in Mind Remastered. Now... We're going to waste about 30 seconds while I pull up my phone to make sure we don't have something else to talk about. 30 seconds. Count it down. (laughs) (laughs) One. That's up. I said down. Speaking of up and down, up, up, down, down, Xavier Woods, the PhD man himself, the WWE superstar, one third of the new day. Was that PAX East? Cool. Really weird interaction. I'll, I'll talk about it during the PAX episode. But he did play on the D&D panel. That was really cool. Oh, cool. Just a lot of a lot of fun uh, moments with, oh, my God, no, they updated Drive. How does this work now? <laughs> oh, Got him. No. Oh, wait, folder. Okay. Who who updates Google Drive and doesn't tell oh me? Oh, Oh, that's right, my phone. Apps, you know. Ugh. You all right, man? Uh, yeah. Did you get a new phone? No. I'm cracked at the top, though. Wait, did you get a new phone a while ago? No, I never. You never I, ended up doing I it? I never ended up doing it. Okay. I had talked about it and thought about it and thought about it, but I never did it. Nah, you might as well wait again for the next cycle. Switch to an iPhone. Do it. You won't. Dude, I have a question for you. Oh, God. And the problem is this is a week old. This was asked back on the 28th. So we were in Boston. Sorry, we didn't answer your question. The episode wasn't real. <laughs> This comes from Andy Rubin, and he asks, what are your five top... (laughs) I'm going to reword your question, Andy, just a little bit. We're just going to switch some words around. What are your top five games to play on Android? Now, Matt is probably going to say none because he has iOS, and he's going to be a dick like that. No, I have have a Pixel. I don't play games on my phone, though. (laughs) 
Um, I mean, if you don't have answers, I can make answers real I mean, I could give you my top five, like, apps. Yeah, go for, go for your top five apps. That'll, that, that'll be informative. I'll do games. Um, I got games. I got games for days. Okay. Uh, I say for The days. app I use the most, by far, is probably Reddit. Well, I mean, yeah, okay, Reddit. Um, well, this is my top five, man. That's just how this all right, works. All right, all right, Uh, YouTube, obviously. Oh, my God. If you do not get off of, like, fucking pre-installed apps, I'm going to kick you. They're not pre-installed YouTube apps. is pre-installed. Reddit's not. <laughs> okay, fine. Sorry, if you don't get out of the top five most downloaded <laughs> on the Play Store. I probably won't, to be honest with you. Um... You can give me two more, but I want your fifth one to be something slightly abstract. Slightly abstract. Well, that's the problem with my phone usage is I don't, I'm a boring phone user. Like it's very much just like I use it for basic tasks and like looking shit up. Right. You and weird, like reading. You almost like weirdly get to the point where you're like, well, I don't know why I have a smartphone. Yes. Yeah. Constantly. I'm like, I could do away with this. Like, yeah. um, I have that thought every now and then. I. Come on, two, we got three more to go. Well, I don't know. I mean, everything else is just boring. Um, oh, email? <laughs> stock tips? No. Text what messages? Do what else do I use a lot of? Nothing I will say really. that if you don't have a Pixel, for some reason, the uh, Google messaging app, Messages, is way better than the Samsung one cause, just because I can gift search. Mm-hmm. The, yeah, gifts, the gift searching thing changed texting because now I just drop gifts constantly on people. It's fantastic. It's it's really satisfying. It's so good. I think you and I communicated the other day about ten messages each. Yep. And just just straight back and forth <laughs> gifts, and we had a whole conversation. And we all knew exactly <laughs> what the other person meant. Um, I do find myself using the Google News um, panel a lot. Mm. Um, not although fl- not Flipboard, right? I don't know what it is. It's oh. whatever the thing is over here that you. Oh, okay. It gives no, you like no, news. I think that's a. I don't know if it's necessarily a pixel specific thing, but it might be. Yeah, it's like I think it's like a bare Android thing. But yeah. um, I I did break it though because like I had to. You started looking at some stuff, and now it won't give you news that makes sense at all. Sort of like before I had set when back in the day when I first got the pixel, and you kept doing the OK Google thing to me, and I turned <laughs> off OK Google. That basically made me turn off, like it it turned off everything, which I was. Completely okay with that. Oh, right, I liked because it because you way. can't just turn off okay. You have to like turn off the assistant. Yes, which I was completely okay with, and it just gave me like generic world news, which was fantastic. I had to turn it back on to a certain degree because my weather widget wouldn't work. Ah, and now it's the okay Google thing doesn't work still, but like I have it set up in such a way which I don't even know how to where it's personalizing everything now. So, like, it literally just, because I'm on Reddit so much, it just gives me Reddit threads. Well, are you signed in to Reddit on your computer on Chrome or something? Probably, yeah. There it is. Your Google account goes everywhere. Yeah. I sign, I sign into my Gmail, and I don't have YouTube open. Mm-hmm. I open up YouTube, I'm signed in. Well, that's a, the problem is that now that it's personalized, like, I just see, like, the same. it's showing me the same shit I'm already seeing other places. Exactly, yeah. That's the problem with personalization well personalize it to you i'm like i don't want you to i want to be able to see things that i'm not going to see other places yeah i have places i go for specific things exactly but yeah um yeah i don't really have uh i don't have a good answer i mean i have top five apps but it's all pre-installed stuff or like generic stuff i mean like i have a craigslist app that i peruse through 
slick deals. Um, I don't really do games. To be fair, slick deals is probably a solid shout out. Yeah. Because I feel like there's a lot of people that don't know about slick deals that should. So yeah, that's a good one. Um, yeah, that's about it. I don't really play games on my phone, unfortunately. Maybe someday. I doubt it. The one day we went to play games on your phone, you almost had your phone die. So. Oh, that was my iPhone, right? Yeah, it was Pokemon Go the first yeah. night. Yeah, that was that was a weird situation. It was just funny. Yeah. So tell me about yours. All right, top five. Pokemon Go. Because as of now that they've currently iterated on it enough and added a bunch more, I'm really enjoying it. It's no longer I'm down to roughly only seeing like 20 Pokemon and maybe seeing a different one every now and then. Now I'm usually seeing constantly a variety it's better if you're in a city straight up it's not even a a lie there uh two a game called mini metro in which you are managing you're like creating and having to organize this subway system that's constantly happening and it's just by drawing lines so you just see a triangle appear on somewhere and you just have to make sure that that triangle via the routes you've already created can get to the actual Mm -hmm. triangle station Reminds like me of that. that. Do you remember that game that when it was really popular for a little bit? It was like landing planes. Yes, it's it's similar to that kind of. Uh, there is. A, I'm also playing WWE Champions right now. <laughs> it's just a match three. Mm-hmm. But I have after it was after Dewey was over and we were watching the WWE stuff and then Kenny and I were doing WWE yeah, stuff. Yeah, and then he ran and into it's just. Do you guys talk about wrestling at uh, PAX too? Uh, yeah, we did a little yeah. bit. Uh, but it just it's it's meme fun quality because I actually the match three that I used to play of uh, the Marvel one, Puzzle Quest, mm-hmm. is good. But I like that when I'm doing the match three in this one, there's actually a 3D animation happening of the fight above it. So it like actually kind of looks like something's happening, mm-hmm. and it's not just these still two D images with lightning effects. It's just like a, a <clears throat> unique thing. That's if you're just looking for a, a really boring match three. Like I find it strange nothing. that you like wrestling. I don't know why. There's, like I feel uh, like it conflicts with your personality to yeah, some it's degree. Like, like Lawrence not being a virgin. No, but it's <laughs> it's uh, it does and it doesn't because there's two. I like kind of the older wrestling and only from a very outsider's perspective, even though you've heard me talk about it, I'm like, ha yeah, yeah. This person, this person, or like knowing really certain, like small things like, you know, good old hurricane stand back and you know, whole thing there. But yeah, I don't, I don't get the, the I wouldn't go to a show. I wouldn't go see it live. Like I, th- that to me, I'm just like, no, no, I, I don't want to be there. I love the jokes and like the moments out of it or just the glorious meme that is John Cena. Like I love all of that because a lot of it is just internet funniness, even though it's a real thing. A lot of it just became real meme-y. Mm-hmm. That's meme with a dash Y people. I didn't say me, me. Those people should just be put to pasture. Yeah. Uh, so there's that. Uh, I'll shout out a weird one. It's an app called Cat Lady. It is a card game that exists. You can buy the card game Cat Lady, or you can just get it on your phone. 
the one problem I have is you can't purposely play against somebody else unless they've updated it. You can't like if you downloaded it, there's no way for me to play specifically you. I can play against the AI or I can play online against people, but I can't specifically play you. We'd have to just be guessing and hoping we got into a game at the same time. Yeah. So that's kind of a bummer. Uh, and then my big key one is MLB at bat. At bat is the big app that MLB themselves made. And if you are a baseball person, it is every single news thing you would ever need when it comes to the MLB. Like I had an update during the podcast that uh, Jorge Polanco hit for the cycle. He's the twin shortstop. And I was like, okay, that's pretty cool. It's just fun because I want to keep up in that world. I want to keep up with that, you know, those news things. And mm-hmm. where it's like, okay, the F1 stuff, I don't need to keep up with it except for like on the weekend, like on a race weekend. Other times it's just going to be solid, like unless it's something big, like somebody got suspended for some dumb shit in the middle of the week. But MLB is happening every single day. So it's nice to constantly be getting updates or whatever. I have it tuned a little bit, so I'm not getting spammed completely with updates, but I'm a baseball guy and that's the best baseball app there is. So I think that's five. <clears throat> Very exciting. Much excite. Much excite. Much doge. Can't handle. Hacking good boy. <laughs> hmm. All right, we got another episode. It's going to be Nate and Dewey's Pax Travaganza 2019, the year of VR. Oh, bold claim. I mean, if you looked, if you saw up at the Pax floor, you know what I mean. Anyway. We'll see you guys in that episode. Bye-bye. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.